Good day, you beautiful people. Welcome to Toaster Tubby Time. I am your host, Chris, and much like that photo of you in elementary school, you're kind of just sitting there, but your hand is down in front of your crotch, and it looks like you're touching yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm back, just like that picture. That really happened to me, so kind of traumatizing, but I'm back. Good day, everybody. Welcome back to Toaster Tubby Time. I am so sorry that it's been such a long time. It's been, uh, I feel like I owe you a reason, not an excuse, because, I mean, um, fuck it. But the reason that it has been is that my daughter graduated, so with everything associated with that, and then prepping and having her graduation party, my uh, spare time had been otherwise occupied, but now I am back, and I have... uh, Many things that I've been thinking about. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the first one is I, I okay, and you can you can make fun of me for this, but I have a, every once in a while I have a sick uh, obsession, and I like to get Applebee's. So, anyways, I was picking up Applebee's at my local uh, Applebee's establishment, and as I'm driving home, uh, I saw I saw the younger. Uh, I'm going to call them, there's, they're the two sisters of pop-up stores. There's the older slutty sister, and there's the younger alcoholic train wreck. Um, as we know, the, the slutty older sister is uh, Spirit Halloween, and the train wreck, our drunken train wreck, a uh, uh, very American thing, is uh, TNT fireworks, so... <laughs> So yes, uh, drunken slutty sister is back. Uh, yay! Or no, drunken uh, drunken train wreck. Yeah, either way, it's gonna be fun. Uh, let's grab our Bud Light and hit the hit the trails. And that made me think. I hope that everybody had a um, had a wonderful Pride. Um, you know, obviously this is gonna be posted uh, as soon as I'm done, so it'll be posted with only one day left of Pride. Uh, but I do hope everybody had a wonderful Pride Month. Um, a lot of vendors, a lot of everything I saw supporting Pride was very, very nice. It was very, it touched my heart. Um, uh, to quote a, a a Dennis Learyism, it it touched me deep in the cockles of my heart. <laughs> uh, but no, I um, it was very. Uh, cool to see so much unity and I, I guess if you didn't have a good pride for uh reasons that are because you're a fucking bigot um that that's on you so sorry sorry if you don't like rainbows and sorry if you don't like hopes and dreams and love and equality uh um yeah i mean we're coming upon uh july 4th Yay. Um, as per the huge, uh, lately I refuse to celebrate because until everybody has freedom, nobody has freedom. So why the fuck are we celebrating this freedom? Fucking we've had that stripped away from us. And I talked about that, uh, 
uh, in another episode. And I will continue to beat that fucking drum because uh, Roe versus Wade needs to be reinstated and the Supreme Court needs to be, uh, there need to be really, uh, really reevaluated as to uh, who's hanging off a fucking billionaire's nutsack um, there. Clarence Thomas. Uh, yeah. Oh, that one's going to be in my, uh, that's going to be in my highlight reel <laughs> with the, uh, with whoever listens to this in the government. Cause we all know we're being listened at all times. Um, anyways, <laughs> back to something a little less stupid. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. Spirit Halloween and, uh, TNT fireworks are just two of the most amazing, like, trashy pop-up stores that can ever be conceived of it's so american and it's just so awful and consumer but oh well um (laughs) uh, my favorite line from uh from dazed and confused was uh remember this fourth of july as you're out there partying that are (laughs) You're celebrating a bunch of rich white landowners who didn't want to pay taxes. Yeah. Uh, Richard Linkletter had that one nailed. Great director. Um, And speaking of directors, and I can't remember his name. I was supposed to look it up, and I'm going to be looking this up as we speak. I know his name is Danny. Um, (laughs) uh, But I had, like, been struck by intuition because I've been thinking about Marvel and the fact that you know, the last few movies I haven't even wanted to see in the theater and I haven't seen in a theater. Um, you know, I've waited till home release and I do have them all on DVD or on Blu-ray DVD. I have them all on Blu-ray. Um, but the one thing that, that I've been thinking about is that I think they're just dealing too much with space. You know, it was awesome when James Gunn came in and brought the, cosmic side in with guardians of the galaxy we had the whole thanos thing but since then it's felt so completely ungrounded in reality uh which really then just takes it away because there's no real mortal peril that a lot of these people are looking for you know it's an escapism but it's like oh ah," you know once you get stuck in space people are just like okay just uh look at the cgi Fuck that shit. Um, get back to grounded, but you got to clean up the mess you made. Um, so continue your slate. I know that they're trying to clean the mess up from uh, from um, what's his uh, the actor who plays Kang. And God help me, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. But um, but yeah, so they got to finish that up because they can't just dump that. Don't fucking just dump it. Finish it up. Do one. Um, and then have it finished with uh, Secret World. And you, and that's a great thing. Or Secret World. Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Um, so basically, for everybody not familiar, Secret Wars was just a big, huge crossover thing where this one big cosmic being, the Beyonder, who, who's kind of weirdly cocky and funny and angry and really just oh, an exuberant character of, uh, flamboyant-ish character, if you will. Um, and in the comics had some fucking fantastic fucking uh, Davy Jones hair going on. 
<laughs> he was feathered to fucking feathered perfection. But uh, that being said, um, they, they basically just took all these heroes and crew villains and created Battle World. Uh, and it was the Secret War. Nobody knows what's happening. That's where Spider Man lost his costume and gained a black symbiote costume, which was really a, uh, Venom and blah, blah, blah. That's what everybody remembers from it. And that's a great way to lead into Venom if you want to do that and work slowly towards it. Uh, Marvel, take cues, listen up. Uh, Kevin Feige, I don't know if you have like triggers that thing, you know, that pick up keywords like, okay, here's some Marvel ideas that we could steal from people on the internet. I really don't care. Steal these ideas. They're fantastic. Um, anyways, I uh, have to deal with finishing that up. So if you do, because the Beyonder could level Kang easily. No problem. Uh, so basically you just have Kang Dynasty and then you just fucking have the Beyonder come in and just level Kang. Just straight up decimate Kang and then you just see the Beyonder. And this is going to sound like stunt casting um, and it kind of is, but if you think about it, it could work. And you got to really think about it. Got to really think about it. Uh, so just imagine this like cocky, smarmy, big fucking jacked ass motherfucker who's just like, um, <laughs> who would also like flip the switch really quick. Um, and you could hate me if, for, if you want to for saying this, but I'm going to say fucking John Cena as the Beyonder. But, 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 but we need somebody really good to direct this and there's one director who has been almost a masterclass in any kind of genre he has directed. Um, whether it be sci-fi, whether it be small documentary style, whether it be horror, whether it be action, whether it be drama, and that's fucking Danny Boyle. Get Danny Boyle to direct Secret Wars, and you have John Cena as the Beyonder. And to me... I think uh, I think that's that's something that you really got to fucking think about. And if Marvel's listening, uh, hashtag Beyonder, hashtag John Cena, hashtag Danny Boyle, hashtag Secret Wars. Um, and that's that's another little bit of stunt casting that I kind of want to bring up too that I think would be fantastic. Um, anybody who knows or listens to my podcast knows that I have a certain feeling about a young uh, Mr. Reynolds uh, that a lot of his acting is based on one character uh, from his history and I don't care I think what he does is fantastic I'm really fucking amused by it he makes me laugh every time and I love it and I'm gonna watch all his movies and I'm gonna support it because it's really fucking good but besides that point he's Van Wilder in every fucking movie so that being said Van Wilder was played by uh, Ryan Reynolds, but it's based on one person in reality. That one person is Burt Kreischer. <laughs> it's dead fucking dead true. You can look it up. Google it. Burt Kreischer inspired Van Wilder. It's a true thing. A story in Rolling Stone about Burt Kreischer inspired Van Wilder. So that being said, I know they mentioned one uh, in the first Deadpool, but obviously we're dealing with multiversal fucking kind of effects here. Um, I'd love to see fucking Burke. Oh, yeah, and we're uh, dealing with the fact that T.J. Miller's not going to be in the cast anymore. So you need to fill in a kind of comedic-ish void. So Burt Kreischer is fucking Bob, the agent of Hydra. 
Hydrabob, Bert Kreischer, hashtag Bert, hashtag Kreischer, hashtag Hydrabob. That's that's what I think you should do. That's what. Um, <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. So when I was uh, driving to, and this all this a lot of stuff happened in my little drive today that I'm just like. He can't come out of a month and a half, and I'm like, oh, I could tell you about all this other shit that's been happening, you know, all this shit for the party and all the, you know, uh, you know, all the stuff that I've been up to and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, no, everything's just focusing on this one fucking drive and these ideas that I had in this one drive. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I got stuck behind a Flex, uh, the Ford Flex. Uh, and if you've ever seen it, it's just awful. Um, and I still love it. I have a weird affinity for um, ugly cars. I love ugly cars. Uh, when I was, uh, I had a Nissan Sentra, um, and I had to take it in for service once, and they had to keep it overnight, and I kind of wheeled and dealed with the uh, the guy there, and I got a Nissan Cube for, <laughs> for my loaner vehicle. It was fantastic. I loved it. It's all as awful as you can imagine, and I loved every fucking second of it. I would have bought a Chevy HHR if I had the money at the time when they were around. I was much younger and making much, much less money, so that was uh, out of the picture. Um, but, yeah, anyways, I was thinking about the Flex, and I'm just thinking about it. And, I, I mean, how did this thing come to be? Like, I can only imagine that, like, a kind of dude bro guy was kind of like, uh, was just like showing it off to the other designers. He's like, dude, it's got like, it looks like a box kind of, but it's got like paneling, like house paneling on the thing. And the other guy's like, what? He's like, yeah, house paneling on the back is the best thing ever. <laughs> and the other guy's just like, uh, uh, okay, cool, weird flex. That's the name of it, the flex. We're going to call it the flex. And then it actually got made. Um, <laughs> uh, but I still think it's awful, and I, I want to be in one. I want to drive one. Um, I also saw the new uh, Hyundai Santa Cruz um, looking like a Chevy ba or a Chevy HHR uh um, El Camino, uh, what were some of my other favorites? The, the Baja, the, not the Brat. Um, I don't know. I think it was the Baja. Subaru Baja. No. Uh, maybe Suzuki something. I don't know, but it had that like shorty pickup bed and I'm like, that's ugly. And I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I love all these ugly ass cars. <laughs> so keep making them car makers because I want to love your cars. Maybe one day I'll just splurge and get a stupid ugly car and it'll be great because nobody will drive it. <laughs> I wanted to get a Honda Element once uh, just so I can, you know, open the seats and flip it all back. <laughs> uh, yeah, the XB, um, Scion XB. That was a fun one that I wanted to get. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I, I just want to say thank you, car makers for keep making it. Uh, and also on the same trip, um, I took a little bit of a re-listen to a song that I like, um, that I've never really stopped and listened to the lyrics to all that much. Um, and I, you know, I'm like, ah, I, I still love this song, but it, it, it hits me differently now. Um, and that is Peace by OAR. 
Um, and you know, I, I used, I loved it. And I, I, I more listened to the chorus, you know, I don't want to find no more. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I want you. I want me. I want us. I want love. I want peace. Yeah, that sucked. So sorry you were subjected to that. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> back to the point. Um, I was listening to it and the actual lyrics of it, like, I, I want to pull it up um, because it is P-E-A-C-E lyrics. Okay. And it really just, uh, and again, I love it. I love it. Please, please don't say I, I'm burning this down because I love these. I love this music. I love this song. Uh, I just want to make you laugh. I just want to see that smile. Oh, no. Oh, till we make this right. Oh, I won't say goodnight. I just want to make you laugh. I just want to see that smile, baby. Uh, we're only here. Oh, for a little while. I just want to hold you till we fall asleep. And I'm like, um, you know, it reminded me, I, yeah, everybody needs a place somewhere warm and safe from the shelter of the crazy world we're in. But tonight I let the rain inside, took away your place to hide. I'm sorry if I made you cry again. Oh, we can make this right. Oh, kiss me. Good night. And I'm like thinking to myself and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is such like late teens, early twenties drama relationship. Uh, you know, like as you're an adult, it's like, uh, if we go to if we're in the middle of a fight about something, we just call pause and, you know, because, because we realize that, you know, it just seems, it seems very dramatic and it's weird to say, but like, as you get adulter, uh, you know, unless you majorly fuck up, um, you, your fights are very mundane. <laughs> so the drama of things like those is just like, Wow. Like, again, unless it's a very um, uh, potentially toxic, I don't want to say every kind of relationship is toxic. Some are very passionate like that. I'm going to go say it. some might be toxic. Some might be very passionate that way. But for the most part, most uh, relationships are pretty mundane and arguments are pretty, uh, pretty easy to, you know, pause and whatnot. Um, so yeah, it, but I still love it. It's such an amazing song. Um, yeah, I've just been listening to a lot of really great, great music to make me feel good. Um, ben Rector, um, "Living My Best Life" is kind of like on repeat, as well as uh, Ziggy Marley, "True to Myself," and uh, like pretty much almost anything by Sarah Bareilles because she's awesome. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, that's about what I've got to think of. Um, I am going to, now that my life has been cast back to normalcy, um, you know, obviously I have stuff to do around the house and all that stuff, all the, all the um, stuff. But <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that I am still here. I'm still thinking about you guys. I love you guys, and I'm probably going to have some more... Uh, some more stuff to think of uh, very soon. So, yeah, I'll be back to a more regular schedule. And I apologize for this delay. Um, yeah, uh, no excuses, but thank you for bearing with me. Um, I love you guys. Uh, I can't peace out. I love you guys. It's deuces. It's the way you walk. It's the way you talk. It's the way you shine. 